Yeah, I think he can be a good zone runner. Um, you know, he's a powerful, powerfully built guy. So we think, you know, inexperienced in, in the zone system, obviously playing for the Rams, um, something we like to do. Now we, we've got a little bit more of the gap schemes and some of the toss crack game going. But um, just overall, just excited to continue to work with him, evaluate him, uh, and see where he fits with the rest of the room. Okay, and uh, uh, do, you think he, do you think he might be active Sunday? Oh, we'll still see. You know, we've got plenty of time to kind of see where he is in terms of the process, how much of the game plan he understands, has down, um, and then just where he fits with, you know, Travis's health, Jermichael, Snoop coming along, all that, and, and where the numbers fall. What's the challenge without knowing exactly if Travis is going to play or not in terms of the game plan? He certainly insists that he's playing. So uh, we'll see. You know, we're, we're going to trust Fergie and the medical staff in that department, but um, that's kind of something we've gone through. It feels like a couple times a season where a guy's kind of day-to-day decision, and we continue to build the plan um, in hopes that that guy's there. But obviously, the contingencies that that guy's not going to make it, and then we'll kind of go back and forth on a Friday evening, Saturday night of, okay, if he does make it, who goes where? What do we take? So it, it takes a there's a little bit more of a process in terms of who's going to be on certain personnel for plays, but that's something that we've kind of always done every single week uh, with different people. What sort of player has Aiden Hutchinson been for the Lions this year? He, he's really kind of got rolling. You know, he's got a couple interceptions that we were watching some ball security stuff uh, today that you, you happen to notice. So he's coming along as a playmaker, continuing to put pressure on the edge. Um, they've done a good job just trying to find different ways to use him, whether it's put him on one certain side, let him get comfortable, or within the scheme, letting him try to get after the quarterback and pass rush. They obviously do some different stuff where they'll drop him out, and he's made some plays in those situations. Um, really kind of against the, the, the Giants and the Packers, he had two uh, interceptions in those two games. So he's done a good job. Was last week the best game you've seen from Trevor Lawrence to date? Um, you know, I don't know if I'd go through and compare every single game and how he's played. There's been spurts here and there, different things. Certainly the fourth quarter, really that, that last drive, he just got hot. And you could kind of see in the way he threw the ball, the conviction he had, hit his back foot, let the ball rip, put it to a spot where really it was his guys or nobody. And there were a lot of those throws that were seemed like long handoffs where he just kind of, you saw that confidence just pouring out in the way he played and the way he let the ball rip and the belief in what he was doing at the line. I believe so. Yeah, and part of that is it's just conviction. He knows what he wants. He knows what he's looking at from the defense. He knows where his guys are going to be. Just that chemistry built up over time with his guys, um, whether it be Zay, Christian, Marvin, Evan, the backs. You know, all that Agnew stepping in there making some plays. Um, yeah, you see that from Chris, from from Trevor, but that's. Kind of what you expect going on to the going into the season, continuing to work together and spend time together. They're obviously different players, but Jamichael and just his speed and explosion. Does he allow you to do some of the same things you would do with Travis? Yeah, there's certainly elements to his game that that marry some of the things that we have built in for Travis. So, you know, Jamichael had a big third down conversion where they busted a coverage, but that was something Travis had really been the one that repped all week. And you know, you don't have much hesitation throwing him out there putting him in a situation where he's run that route. He's done it at certain times. Now, was he featured on it during the week? Probably not. We try to sneak in, walk through reps, so those guys all know if somebody goes down, they know the assignment, they know what to do. Um, we'll sneak off those types of throws to the side with Trevor just in case something like that were to come up. And so as a coach, it makes you feel good when that comes up and that guy's ready to roll, that guy executes at a high level. Trevor doesn't blink that all of a sudden there's a new guy standing next to him on the primary route in a third down concept because he's got a lot of trust built in Jermichael just through you know, Jermichael was the guy that joined us late right as the start of the season. And so now we've had 13, 14 weeks to spend time with them and try to get on the same page. We're talking all these running backs. Where's Snoop at? 
Snoop's done a good job developing. I thought he did a good job when he came in there, hit a couple tight zone runs. Um, you know, did a good job getting downhill and trying to kind of bring a physical presence there that we felt like we needed at the third quarter in the game when he got those carries. Have you just not seen enough from him in practice yet? Uh, yeah, it's just continuing to, to try to utilize everybody's skill set. So obviously we'd had Travis and Jermichael Rowland. They've been playing well. Um, so you, you try to sprinkle Snoop here and there on things that you feel like feature his skill set best without taking away from getting Travis going or Jermichael going in a game. Um, but, you know, obviously the situation with Travis during the game, Snoop was stepped up and ready to roll and we got him a couple carries. And so just continuing to build that trust with him, him um, see the speed of the game at, at, in real time, I guess. Zay's execution on that two-point play, is that just kind of really showing you who he is at this point? Yeah, certainly. And, and part of that was he was just the hot hand at the time. That's a route, you know, honestly, that kind of came to life practicing with Atlanta. We went down to Atlanta. We were in a tight red zone period. He ran that play to the right. And the route looked a little different than we'd originally done it or had kind of been taught way back in, way back when, but everybody really liked it. He got open really well. So it's kind of just been a play we've carried every single week because we've all said, whether it's man or zone, they're far enough out there, they end up in a one-on-one -on -one situation. We all like the way Zay runs it. We just showed a clip to our guys today. Two weeks ago, usually on a Thursday practice, we take three plays and we compete ones-on-ones in the red zone. There's a winner, there's a loser, everybody gets fired up. Just running our plays against our defense, it doesn't match up game plan wise necessarily. And we showed him that clip because we ran that play with Zay, kind of for the third play of a of a competition. Zay beat the corner. Trevor made a great throw. We scored. Our guys celebrated. Just kind of showing him that three weeks later, you know, this showed up in a gotta have it game winner situation, and those two just executed just like they did in practice three weeks earlier. Just same idea. We've seen that over and over from Zay. When it comes to preparing for a play like that, you know, when you go on that final drive, Doug and all the players have mentioned that they knew when you guys scored you'd be going for two. When do you know that's the play you want to go with? You know, right when you start to drive or just as you're seeing Zay get hot out the drive? Yeah, there, there were – so there was a couple things going on. Our two-point menu, we had another play listed on there that Travis was a part of that we were kind of – we kind of scratched off the list. Just He'd spent the most time on task with it. Now I talked about trusting Jermichael on some of those things. That was a little unique. So we weren't going there. And then as the as the drive just kind of goes on, we'd run the Agnew play that Agnew scored on. was another possible two-point play. Kind of scratched that. That's pretty specific. So we're going through, and we kind of had three plays we really liked. And so as we're, we're kind of just talking really before the drive, going into the drive. And then when we had time reviewing Marvin's play, it was more of a conversation of, all right, which three do you guys like? And you know, Trevor kind of picked that one out. Zade kind of been rolling. And then as we went into it, we just kind of – you're able to pick a hash on the two-point play, so pick a direction with it. And we decided to go left with it, and the rest is history. I just wondered, somebody else went for two in a situation like that at the end of regulation, right? Charge 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 Charge. Okay. I'm wondering, is, is that decision a product of you've got this momentum and you feel like that momentum and emotion is going to sustain itself on a two-point play? Or do coaches kind of not trust that overtime process? Oh. For overtime and, and – that you might okay, go for the yeah. tie, but you might lose that momentum, lose the toss in overtime and not get the ball back. Yeah, I mean, that's where I'd say it's kind of case by case. It used to be the old school, uh, you're on the road, uh, you go for two, you go for the win, all that type of thing. Well, I think it's really kind of just case by case. If we didn't have a play we loved or we'd been struggling on offense to get down there and whatever it may be, maybe we don't do it. But, you know, specifically that play, Trey and, uh, Tre Trevor and Zay had been kind of hot at that point. We felt like we had a good matchup. We felt like we'd run something we had a lot of confidence in. So that's a big part of it. And, you know, Coach and everybody's mentioned it. Coach said it a couple times in that drive or just the fourth quarter alone, think players, not plays. Zay was the hot guy at the time. Trevor had been dealing. 
So we were very comfortable with that kind of, all right, we're going we're gonna to live or die with this call right here, these two guys, and a matchup we liked. It seems like Jeff Okuda might play this week. Just what have you seen from him on tape, and how big of a challenge is he going to be for your receivers? Yeah, he looks like he's playing very confidently. He's a big, long guy. Um, he does a good job when he gets hands on you. You know, he's, he plays physical. Um, it, yeah, it certainly seems like he's going to play. I think he was in the concussion protocol, missed a Thursday night game, which is pretty typical. If you get dinged up on a Sunday, you probably don't play that Thursday. But So we're certainly anticipating him playing. Um, they've kind of moved him around. He's played different sides of the field, but he does a good job. Looks like he's playing with a lot of confidence. When you're putting together a game plan for a given week now, compared to maybe week one, how much more comfortable are you going through it? I know what these guys like. I know what they do well. Yeah. How much does that comfort level help you as a, as a schemer? Uh, yeah, that's that's a big part of it. You know, this far along, we've got a lot of time on task with certain plays. So there's a lot of plays that, like even the play that we scored, the two-point play like we're talking about, we've carried that almost every single week. And it's more, it comes down to we have a good feel for how Zay's going to run it. We throw it, whether it's in a walkthrough or a practice, we get that throw every single week. Um, but that's a big part of it. You certainly, you get a better feel for guys' skill sets, and not just guys' skill sets, but what Trevor prefers how Trevor likes throwing, whether it's to the left, to the right. There's certain plays that we carry in our call sheet that's this is left hash specific because the throw goes to the right because this guy runs the route better, breaking out to his right or breaking off his right foot to the left, whatever that may be, where we have enough plays, we can get specific at certain times with things like that. The, it, it allows you to rep it even more where Trevor's throwing to this guy, to the right, from the left hash, whatever that may be. Um, so that that's certainly something that as you go on this thing and you build all these reps into your 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 bank, basically, you kind of pull those out when those matter. Guys are comfortable with it. We've tweaked through how we're going to run it. Base this coverage versus that coverage versus this player versus that player, whatever that may be. So you just you have a lot more trust, a lot more confidence in it. Do you ever uh, do the two point play? Does do you want to run something that she, is your two point sheet different from your game plan sheet? In other words. Do you want to run something as a two-point play that the, that the defense hasn't seen in other plays from scrimmage? Uh, I mean, it, it kind of depends on the situation. There's some plays that, depending on the defense you play, we'll call things that we call the tight red, the five and in, but we wouldn't call it inside the three. You know, there's just their coverages change in certain times, or they'll play certain coverages um, if it's first and goal at the two, as opposed to a third down or a got-to-have-it two-point play. So sometimes it can get specific in there, where this is a two-point only. Uh, typically, those are carried somewhere in a first and second down tight red zone area, but it becomes specific to we like this most in a two-point play. So maybe we'll stay away from it the first two times we're down in there because it's specific, something we really think will feature in a third down or a two-point play there. Sometimes you, like, I guess on the defensive side of the ball, they're talking about simplifying things, but on the offensive side of the ball, as you get more time with these guys, does that even maybe open the playbook up a little bit for you guys more just because Trevor's more comfortable, mm -hmm. the receivers are yeah. comfortable with Trevor, you're comfortable with what the receivers and running backs can do? Does that open things up for you for a little bit more? Is that the kind of opposite? Um, yes and no. Yes in the fact that, you know, we want to we hone in on really what we do well, going back to your question earlier of, just what we know out of the guys, what we can feature with their skill sets, what Trevor is comfortable with in that. And then maybe we do carry a few more plays because, again, we've been repping these things for six weeks. So maybe we're more willing to carry um, six plays in this third down section because we've been repping that for five weeks. We don't have to spend a lot of time on the install 
because the guys know, well, maybe it's just a walkthrough rep and they can get the throw on the side. We don't have to spend a practice rep. Everything really comes down to practice reps. Can we get this to where we feel confident that we've repped at full speed, we've seen them execute it, we have confidence in the play when it matters most? Uh, so we kind of always start that way. And then what are the plays we don't necessarily need a full speed rep of because we've got this time on task built into this thing. And then I guess Doug's talked about like a quarterback second year in the system. Does it help when you have like Christian Kirk will be in a second year or, or when you have pieces that have been in the offense, then can you carry maybe six, go to eight kind of thing? Cause you've got all the guys have been together for a little while. Does that make a difference? Yeah, that, that certainly does. Uh, and then you just have more, a library of things you can show. So now we are to go back and we show clips of Zay running that play two weeks ago versus back in Atlanta, all that type of stuff. We have more to draw on uh, for the guys. We can maybe hone in our teaching a little more because we've run this route 65 times against all these coverages going back to spring. So we build that. It's easier for guys to see themselves do it. Trevor can speak on it a little more because he's thrown it 100 times now. Um, so it just helps us kind of fine tune things and then maybe we are willing to carry more. Cool. Thanks, Thanks guys.